Hey, Casey. Hey, Jacob. I got a question for you. What's up? What does a compelling romance set against the tragedy of the Titanic's only voyage and the weed-fueled adventures of a laid-back dude caught up in a strange scandal have in common? I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week I watched Titanic. And this week I watched Big Lebowski. And now it's time to make The, the Movie Connection. All right, and we are in. We have started. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, if this is your first time joining us, uh, sorry about the quality of the audio. We're experiencing some technical difficulties, so we're kind of running through the MacBook Air, you know, the, the MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's pretty good quality considering. Like, it is. It's and, better than uh, it could have been. Got to hand it to Apple, you know. <laughs> Not everything, though. Don't, you know, don't sell your soul or, you know. Right. Uh, except those terms of service. Um, no, just kidding. Do that. Um, welcome in. My name is Jacob, and I am here with my sister. Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where we assign each other movies every week, usually that we haven't seen before. And we watch them. We come together to discuss them and review them. And then in the end, we try to see if there's anything that connects these two different movies. Any little thing. Any little thing. Because the way we see it, you know, they, they're more alike than you think sometimes. But then yeah. other times, they're way different. Yeah. Kind of like this, this week. That situation. <laughs> <laughs> Might have noticed from the title of the episode. Yeah, we got an interesting combo this week. Um, I'm glad, though, because we are coming fresh off of the Christmas episode. So now this is kind of what I like to think, you know, kind of getting back to normal. Yeah. And what better way to do it than with these two crazy, this normal crazy combo. Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> um, so this week I got to, I watched Titanic, which, you know, you, everybody's like, you haven't seen Titanic before? I have seen it, but it's been a long time. Right, right. Um, so it was cool to revisit. Yeah. And then uh, Casey, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Just one of those movies that I somehow missed. Missed, Yeah. And, like, everybody would always talk about it, and I right. would just kind it's of... kind of a cult favorite. It is. And if I would say, like, oh, I haven't really seen that, people would be horrified. Right. And so most of the time, I instead just kind of nodded, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, smile and nod. Yeah, you smile and nod, and then you the just, subject gets changed. You know, honestly, you were kind of... Ab you were abiding. Yes. Yeah. Like the dude. Like the dude. The dude abides. The dude abides. <laughs> Dude, right. dude. And now you know what that means. Dude. Like, see, you're gonna know what you're. Wow, you're gonna know what people mean when they say shit like that. That's true. I am part sort of, of it now. Sort yep. of. <laughs> it might go right over your head. Who knows? Um. Awesome. Well, they, I mean, two exciting movies to talk about, though. So I'm looking forward to getting into it. And I think it is my turn to start this week. Yes, it is. So let's. All right, so I will kick things off with, in my own words, a little synopsis for Titanic. <laughs> okay, fine, Titanic. <laughs> 24 years ago, James Cameron took a risk in releasing a melodramatic romance story set against the backdrop of one of the greatest tragedies of the 20th century. 
The sinking of the ship thought to be unsinkable, crafted by Irish laborers and designers with the purpose of sailing from Europe to America, transporting some of the wealthiest and famous in upper-class society. The RMS Titanic. The Ship of Dreams. The story is told in an extended trip to the past as told by a Miss Rose DeWitt Bucatel, or something <laughs> like that. Sounds about right. Who was on the who was on the massive ship on its one and only voyage eighty four years ago? Some I think it was eighty four years ago. Somewhere said. in there, yeah. Uh, Rose was seventeen at the time, and betrothed to an extremely rich and extremely controlling man, Cal Hockley, played by Billy Zane. And Rose, by the way, is played by Miss Kate Winslet. Mm -hmm. Rose is so distraught at the future that awaits her, she contemplates leaping off the stern of the Titanic. Thankfully, a third-class passenger, Jack Dawson, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, is there to talk Rose out of jumping. The rescue blossoms into a friendship, which blossoms into a genuine romance, as the two realize they want to step off the Titanic together and begin a new life together in America. Sadly, fate has other plans. The Titanic eventually strikes an iceberg and slowly but deliberately starts to, stink, to sink into the chilling Atlantic Ocean. In the midst of the unfolding disaster, Rose and Jack find a way to endure, along with an ensemble of other interesting and often fact-based characters. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Stuck the landing, kind of like Mr. James Cameron, <laughs> uh, who I have a sordid history with. My thing is... <laughs> Uh, James Cameron is probably one of the best filmmakers uh, that we have to offer. Like, yeah. he's definitely produced some of the most successful movies and everything <laughs> like that. That can all be true, and also it can be true that he's a raging asshole who tends to treat his crew members and cast members like crap. Everybody seems to have a story of how shitty a, a James Cameron set is, and yet they're still great movies, so... We give them a free pass, I guess, because that's what matters in this country. It's fine. Um, but just just pointing it out, like, it's fine. He can be both. Like, you know, he yeah. can make really good movies and still be an asshole. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just want to point out that he is an asshole. He is. And it sucks because, like, I do think that he makes, like, really exquisite movies for the most part. Most like, his part. attention to detail is really good. Yeah. He knows um, how to entertain, like, I mean, Terminator 2, Aliens. His pacing is good. Yep. And that's, like, something that I think is really hard for people to master. Yeah, true, yeah. Because um, this is, like, an over three-hour movie, and it doesn't feel it like doesn't it. It doesn't feel like it. You feel like you're in it, too. Mm -hmm. Like, they do a good job of pulling you into this film. Yeah. Um, For Titanic, though, like, I think that, you know, having him as the director was good because he really did his research yeah. on the Titanic. And true. he, like built the set or had the set built to look identical to how the Titanic looked, which is very cool. Right. Um, so it allowed the actors to be immersed in it yes. and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he like even gave <laughs> all that shit. background <laughs> actors like. 150 extra, uh, yeah, featured extras or something like that. Each one, yeah, told, given like, a backstory a by backstory. James Cameron. So which, that's again, pretty cool. That's cool. And it's good attention to detail. Like I really right. admire that. Yep. As a viewer. However, like, it doesn't give you a free pass yeah, to be no. an asshole. And imagine how much Kate Winslet went through a lot of hell for, yeah. 
Yeah, and imagine like how much greater of um, a director he would be if he was like also this and a good person. Yeah, wouldn't it be great to hear that the making of the Titanic was like a pleasant experience? That would be cool. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess Leo DiCaprio was kind of an ass a couple of times because he was like so tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He. uh, Kate Winslet said it's my 21st birthday and he was like, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> so rude. Her and Leo, one thing that did come out of this is their lifelong friendship. Well, I think that, so that's why I like to point what I what helps me make it digestible is like to me it's not James Cameron's movie. Yeah. It's not James Cameron's movie. It's Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet's movie. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what we're watching. Like I, you could argue, it's like, no, but I mean, yeah, like you said, the attention to deal, that's all him and stuff it like is, that. It is, and that's no, all that's his, wonderful. That's but... his production designers, his crew, and everything like that. He assembled them, and every, that's true, but at the end of the day, no, I just feel like like the power of this movie is the Kate Winslet and Leo DiCaprio relationship. Right. If that relationship didn't ha- work well on screen, like this movie wouldn't be what as is? enduring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kate Winslet, I guess, like, wanted this role so bad that she sent him a dozen roses after her audition, and she said, from your rose. <laughs> like, how awesome and cocky is that? Yeah. Like, I love well, that. Well, she's British. She can do that. She can and still seem classy. She was known as Corset Kate at the time, so, yeah, she was known for her period pieces like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Yeah. There was, like, a lot of famous actresses that she kind of went up against for this role. Yeah. But they cast her first, and then Leo second. Right. And she had, like, um, a couple chemistry reads with other people Mm -hmm. that were not anything like what they are with Leo, so. Shows. It's great. I guess she convinced Leo to do this movie. Yeah. Because they had done a couple, like, little indie things together. And so they were sort of friendly already, and she was like, no, like, we should make this together. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And I think that's, yeah, because... Yeah, it's again, like it, well, yeah, oh, no, and I'm glad that, yeah, yes, I did want to mention that. It's like, it's totally Rose's movie. It like, totally is. Yeah, it's absolutely Rose's movie. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, really well done. Um, but, no, it's, and it's funny how the that kind of reflects the relationship that we're seeing, right? The, they kind of totally. needed each other, like, and that's kind of what the whole movie is about. So yeah, they had each other in that way. So like it helps reinforce again the relationship of the characters. Yeah, yeah. And James Cameron is the embodiment of James Cameron is the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> he did make a movie about Titanic, though. He did, yeah. And, and the do... visual effects, like he knows how to oh, do that part so too. Good. So that's the yeah, yeah. That's the other thing part... that lasts. For a movie that was literally 97? Made Come in on. 97. 1997. Like, pre holy... Matrix people, and yet it has visual effects that hold up better than the second Matrix movie. I totally agree. Like, I was watching it and I was just like, this doesn't feel like a freaking 24 year old movie. Yeah, right. Right. Um, It definitely doesn't. Like, I feel like it could come out right now and it would, you know, yep. it looks very good. Timeless. Mm hmm. Yeah. Are you ready for some Q and A? Is it time? Hit me with the Q. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Okay. Um, Kate Winslet has 
gone on record saying that she can't stand watching Titanic Ooh. because she hates Ouch. her American accent. Ah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of her American uh, accent? Yeah, no, it was fine. So here's what I'll say is like you can almost let it go because it feels like, oh, that's kind of the accent of the period. Yeah, like, that's how I feel That's kind well. of what it felt like. But I think uh, I'll trust her judgment also where it's like, oh, she probably wasn't doing the best. I think she's just so self-conscious sure. about it too, you know? But I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty good. And again, like I just tell myself, it's like, oh, this, yeah, that's just the period sound of yeah. the voice. So, um, you know, yeah, I think she... I get like the embarrassment. Of, both of them are embarrassed over their performances, though. I hear like oh, they Leo both is? like they yeah kind of, and they both joke about it now. Like they text each other uh, lines from the movie and That's shit like adorable. that all the time. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, both have a good sense of humor about it for the most part. I don't like hearing that like pe- uh, people approach Kate Winslet with the drawing and wanted to sign it. That's cringy as fuck. That's uh, so cringy. Um, and Almost just uncomfortable. As cringy, and... Which to me, this is cringy, and I don't know how you'll feel about it, but like James Cameron was actually the one that drew her picture. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of cringy a little bit too. However, but you art, hear like, that, ugh. like she didn't pose for him that way. She posed in a bikini because they knew it's oh, like, you know what, we're good. not there. Like, that's good. So. So he had, but he did have to use his imagination. See, isn't it worse? It's like so I don't weird. know. It's like so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> uh. um, it is interesting. I. It's crazy that those are his hands, though, that are on camera yeah. and stuff. Like crazy. He has very young looking hands. They do not yeah, look like the guy that you see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and weird. pretty dang good. You know, pretty dang good oh, artist. Beautiful you know? drawing. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. beautiful. But it's Weird awkward. Don't people. don't approach Kate Winslet with a, a naked. It's a naked picture of her. Yeah, like that's isn't that super you would never weird. do that. I would you not just, be don't happy do that. about that. Yikes! Yikes. She's like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sign that. that. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, I heard. Yeah, she went through a lot for this movie. So you yes. know, I get why it's bittersweet or not as pleasant for them. So fan, you know, fans want you know them to share in our experience it seems but yeah it's like you know we didn't we weren't there on set we didn't endure that stuff we can appreciate it though and still enjoy it yeah absolutely and um, still acknowledge that oh shoot they should have been treated better on set though yeah because i guess like leo says that he was kind of like a cat he really just avoided the water and didn't want to get in the water as much as possible yeah and they um they like had to dump buckets of warm water on him to keep him from oh. complaining. But the thing is, is like, can you imagine being in cold, cold water for 14 hours? Yeah, no, you know, like, inhuman. it's long days to. Kate Winslet got hypothermia from yeah, it. That makes sense. Like, um, see, like, and these are the things that you would never do these things, and yet we do them for movies and call it okay. It's weird. It's, yeah, and then people yeah. like complain about how rich actors are, but it's mm. like they had to go through this, like, yeah. give them the money. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Totes, totes. Uh, I'd be remiss not to mention the door. Ah, the door. Um, the myth-busted door. They both would fit, right? Right. Okay, good. I'm just, I had to say that for the people out there that are also wanting to know how you feel about that. Um, So, but I will say, so while I, it was myth-busted, yes, he could have done this and that. Uh, yeah, Jack could have fit on it, especially if they would have, on Mythbusters, they said if they would have used one of the life preservers under the 
It would have been no door. problem. Yeah. But who would have fucking thought of that? So shut up, Mythbusters. Uh, I mean, like, if you're dying, you might like, think of that. Maybe. Like, um, I would. Um, I agree with James Cameron, though, who points out, it's like, yeah, you know, all that's true, but dramatically speaking, for the story and everything like this, like, yeah, Jack had to die. No, and that makes sense yeah. to me, and I'm not mad about Similar that. Similar to how... Shut up. Um, no, uh, what I am mad about, though, is the fact that James Cameron says he pays so much attention to detail mm -hmm. and i feel mm -hmm. like he fucked up here because like why just not make it just... a smaller door yes <laughs> yes or you know a piece of a wall or like there's hundreds of things that could have been right, that right. were just small enough for her mm -hmm. and instead he made it this big ass thing <laughs> and it will forever live on in pop culture as like right. a debate you know yeah yeah a so debate. fuck you james cameron <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But also. But at the same time, I do understand. No, and like, I here's agree. The thing. Like, like, who's that... to say? I think Jack is a figment of her imagination anyway. Whoa. Way to drop that ball <laughs> on me. That's too much, man. No. <laughs> no. There was no record found of a Jack Dawson. Right. Just going to leave that there for you. <laughs> Just going to leave that there for you fans. No. 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 <laughs> He's real. <laughs> anyway. He's real. And then, ironically, though, He's James not Cameron. Real, but he is real. Right. He came up with. Both of the characters are fictional. Right. Um, but there turns out that there was a Jay Dawson. Uh, yeah. As a. Uh, that died on the Titanic and everything like that. And James Cameron did not know that. You know what? Yeah. He fucked up a few times. Like, what the. Do you your claimed research, you knew bro. all this shit and you didn't know there was a Jay Dawson? <laughs> um. Yeah. It was Joseph Dawson, not Jack right, Dawson, right. but yeah. Changed up a little bit. Yeah, it was a it's different um, different person, though. It's kind of part of the fun, though, is that there's a great, on, you know, it's not an ensemble movie, but it is an ensemble movie. There's some interesting characters along the way. Agreed. Like, yeah. we've got, like, Kathy Bates in there. Oh, man, she's, she's badass. She's so awesome, right? Which, she plays the unsinkable Molly Brown, who had a musical made after her, starring Debbie Reynolds. Oh! my god that's so hello cool. like i want to see that now that is so cool <laughs> yeah i know yeah. right that's so, so cool yeah um i'm gonna be scouring for that mm -hmm. um because i was curious like <laughs> and here's the thing so this came out in 97 right right um and i tried to rack my brain i was like there hasn't been another titanic movie I don't think there will be another Titanic no, movie. No, there can't, right? Like, why and would if you... so, it'll have to be with, like, in 50 years, and it's going to be that kind of thing where yes. people are going to say, it's like, wow, this is the first Titanic. Yeah, been 50 years or so since the last Titanic movie was made. Yeah, I bet uh, that will be. Because I looked it up, and I was like, let's just see. Movies made about the Titanic, and guess what? Everything after Titanic were all documentaries. Yeah. It's like it wasn't, it nobody's doing a narrative about the sense. Titanic. Because, I mean, what can you really do anyway except another romance? Like, right, right. Um, I mean, but although, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a heist movie on the Titanic. Or, that could uh, be good. Uh, or zombies, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attack right, of mermaids. Right, right, right. Yeah, it aliens, could, yeah. invasion. No, no. You can, I, mean, I mean, really, you can do whatever as long as the Titanic goes down. Yeah, I mean, that remember Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. In that vein. Yeah, there you In go. That that's vein. how you get That's how you get away with it. I don't know how much I would want to see this. <laughs> that's just true. Just so we're clear. Um, <laughs> what I would like to see the is... The most I historically would... accurate. <laughs> 
I would love to go. There's like a Titanic museum. I think it's oh, in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What? In, <laughs> what? In Tennessee. Interesting. Hold on. I'm going to Google this yeah. because it's like extremely realistic. Landlocked? Like, <laughs> Titanic yeah. museum. Where is it? Where? Yeah, Tennessee. But there's Crazy. also one in Vegas. Oh. Nah, go to the one in Tennessee. The Tennessee one is better. <laughs> It is. Titanic one's going to have <laughs> slot machines. And... But, like, it's, like, so legit. Coolie. It is. So that's, like, a bucket list item of mine is to get to this museum. Of course. Of course. Um, because this movie is a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I watched it I mean, a lot. whether I like it or not, me too. Like, I did get swept up in it. You couldn't not. How can you not? Yeah. And even, like, we were pretty young for having, like, to enjoy it as much as we did. But parents were letting their, like, this was that movie for some reason. Yeah. Like, that was some, yeah, no, it was some of the first boobies I ever saw. Boob, like, and that's how I yeah. think you get away with it. You see one boob. Right, right, right. Um, I agree. But, but, yeah, but no, but our parents, though, were still like, hey, look away. It's like. Yeah, it's like, no. I'm going to watch this later. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I did. I remember, like, loving this. It was, yeah. we had it on VHS. We had two, so weird that two kids VHSs. Like yeah, because yeah. Because it was part one and part two. And yep. part one was the good one, obviously. Part I two remember is where shit went the down. exact point when it stopped, too. Me, too. Because I remember, like, because I know tape two started with the slap. I'm yeah. Like, okay, wait. So it's got to stop. Yeah, it ends with a pretty cool line. Well, I guess you'll get your headlines, Mr. <laughs> Whoever, Mr. Hayes or whatever. Yeah, so good. Um, But yeah, I, I like. That captain was awesome, by the way. So good. Yeah. So good. So regal. Like, I was like, man, I would follow that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was a good he, guy. He was from the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did know that. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Let's talk about class. This, Let's talk about class. Yeah, this movie really puts first class people above everyone else, quite literally, in the end. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, would like to point out, there is no evidence to suggest that third class passengers were literally locked in the lower compartments. So uh, we can rest easy in that little that bit of it. I'm like, better. that's fucked. Like, yeah. Because yeah. that was so fucked yeah, up fucked. to see, yeah. like, horrifying. No. And, like, literally, water's coming up at them. Like, that's. You're sentencing people to yeah, die there. Are. Like, I mean, they're all probably going to die anyways, but, like, you should give them the illusion. Yes, right. Give you them know? a chance. Yeah. Uh, give them a super, chance. Super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, class. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if if this were to happen today, if they were going to build this crazy ship, and you know that people would be signing up everywhere to go on it, right? Because they just did this for outer space. Exactly. That's, um, yeah, what so, I'm like, thinking. It's pretty much an example. allegory yeah. for the space travel program. Do you feel like if it started to go down, like things would happen in the same way? Or do you Absolutely. feel like class would be treated in this, you know, same regard mm-hmm. as it was here? Uh, I mean, I'd like to think, like, You'd think, given everything that's going on, we'd be a little more understanding. But I think we're seeing it play out that a lot of people aren't as empathetic as they should be. So yeah, it probably would play out about the same. So I think the odds would be about the same, though, still. So there'd still be survivors. Yeah. yeah. Whether they're the right survivors or not is up for debate. Sure, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of the most horrifying parts to me was just, and this was like a true fact, I guess, um, that they were just filling the boats like a yeah, third what the full. Hell? Yeah. I guess that happened in real life too. Yes, it did. Um, yeah. Which is why they included it. didn't make it. sense to me though. It's like, why would you launch them though only part full though? Like, where's the logic in that? I think that the Just panic? Like, just, no, we just panic, get it out of I here? I think that the people who were, like, in the boats wanted room, and they wanted uh, space, and they didn't want to okay, be crammed okay, together. Okay. Got it, but, got like, it, got they would have all been a lot warmer. Mm. Mm. Also, if they would have just gotten crammed together, you know? True enough. How crazy is it that it, like, sunk so fast after hitting the Two iceberg? hours or so. Well, yeah, two hours and 12 less minutes or than something. the runtime of the movie that you watch. Right? Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> totally. Um, no. Uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? Less than the runtime of the movie, which is a little over three hours. Yeah, it's like three hours and 11 minutes or um, something. Again, that's crazy to me. It does not feel like... It feels like about the runtime of Big Lebowski. Now, I wholeheartedly <laughs> like, agree. Yeah. I watched them in the same day, and yeah. what a weird day that was. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, because my emotions Wait, were, which did you watch so you I watched did Titanic, Titanic first. first. Yep, me too. Because I'm smart about that. I'm like, I know that Titanic is going to bring me down, and I'm going to sit down here for a while. And Big mm-hmm. Lebowski did work to bring me back yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so absolutely. it was nice. It was a good balance, actually, in that way. Yep, totally. Um, right. So back to Titanic, though. Back to yeah, Titanic, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy, too, like... A big part of, I think, at least how they implied in the movie of, like, the boat's ultimate demise um, has to do with, like, men and their egos. Oh, yeah. And, like... Well, that's the other... Size of the ship is a big topic, and I like, you know, Kate's, like, little (laughs) remarks about that. Who's Freud? He's a passenger. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) And you recognize that guy, of course. Of course. From Jumanji. Yes, 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 of course. Uh, as well as several other other, other things, things uh, Cadbury sure. and Richie Rich. And, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, good Rich. actor. A lot of really good actors here that kind of went by the wayside in the coming decades. You know. Agreed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love seeing the guy from Days of Our Lives in there. I'm Crazy. Sorry, I can't Gets remember me every his time. name. Uh, right. In real life. Um, Victor Newman. But I know his name is Victor Newman in Days of Our Is he in Days of Our Lives? Or is it a... It Days is Days of Our Lives. Lives. It's not Young no, and no, the Restless. No, no, no. Wait, sorry. It is Young, Young and, and the Restless. Restless. Sorry yeah. for yep. all those fans. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're a 90s kid, you likely stayed home from school exactly. and watched those with your mom. With your so. mom. Yeah, you learned something. So funny, like, how the different generations are, because I don't think that's how kids feel when they stay home from school now. Cause they no, they watch Game of Thrones. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that a huge part of the ship's demise, or at least what they implied in this movie, was, like, the ego. Well, that's kind of James Cameron's jam. Yeah. Is, uh, interestingly enough, is, yeah, making movies about man's reliance on technology um, yeah, because if they weren't going their so demise. fast, it's like no, too. this ship is unsinkable. No, we're good to go. Right? Like no. And it made sure a big enough, deal of like, oh, one let's little go iceberg. Faster. Well, let's, not a little iceberg. Yeah, a big but, iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. Something interesting I learned when I was in Alaska is that because um, we saw like a, a little iceberg. Oh. Okay. Um, and they were saying, you know, that what you see above the surface is only actually like. Five or ten percent of what the iceberg is. Yes. Yeah. So under the surface, there it's Just much much bigger. Um, so that's kind of something too. Crazy. You know, it is crazy. Um, and uh, some theorists believe that if they would have just went head on into the iceberg 
it would have been fine. Oh, really? Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. It is. I get it because like the ship is just it is. So yeah, you massive. just would have you just would have taken it, right? You just would have hit, collected, backed up, moved along. But no, the fact that you kept going, like that's it gave it the opportunity to to really scrape in there. To really scrape in there. Yeah. And stuff. If it would have, you would, well, you killed the speed. They would have killed the speed and everything. It still would have hit head on. But, you know, again, like it just would have, like, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. In some way. In some way. Yeah. No, it's, it's a sad, it is a sad well, story. Well, actually, I think what ultimately they, I think ultimately determined was like, you know what? Couldn't have saved many more people regardless. Yeah. No matter what they would have done, maybe you could have saved a few here or there. But ultimately, like, if it was going down, it went down fast. Like they did the best they could because yeah. the fact was, you have to coordinate that many people into the lifeboats. Would like, have come been a on. nightmare too. Like, yeah, exactly. And they would have had to have the fact that they got that many people them. off in two hours is yeah. pretty impressive. It's cr- it's crazy. Yeah. Like and to watch it happen before your eyes is really fucking crazy too. You know. Yeah. Um, because you really, I at least like was like, oh, the panic that people would be feeling. Those poor musicians. Which is a real fact. And what's cr- that's the best part is when how you keep going. It's like, did that really happen? And it turns and out it most of it really did. did. It like, did, yeah. yeah. And it's like. The suicide thing is debatable. There's a whole big thing around that. And I totally understand the family's uh, oh, feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty rough, James Cameron. But yeah. I, I get both sides, but yeah. It's yeah, just you, rough. Yeah. That <laughs> is that's so that's real hard. family. It's real people. Yeah, real people. That you're telling family. a story of. Be, now, some people did think that that happened, but there's no proof. So the fact that you, you made this movie and you, like, you said, like, it's and like, nope, this is apparently what happened. believes that's what happened. Yeah. yeah but there's no sad. proof. So I feel pretty bad for the family. Yeah, that's sad. No, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. And the musician thing, too, is so, like, at first when they're like, well, the captain wants us to play something chipper. <laughs> I'm just like, this hmm. is so the corporate life. Yes. Like, it felt so, I mean, obviously, this isn't happening to me. But, like, sometimes at work, they'll just be like, no, we just want to present our best self. And it's like, you sort of feel like you're making up a ruse, right? Yeah. And that's totally what these guys had to do. But the ending when they, like, played together and chose to, like, stand there and play together, that was beautiful. Yeah, that's I good thought. shit. I was like, ugh. And a lot of these moments were taken from the movie that this is loosely based off <clears throat> of. Um, well, started with a book way back mm-hmm. in the day called uh, um, A Night to Remember. Um, really good book. And really, de- like, he draws a lot from that book. Yeah. Like, because it's done much more in, like, a biographical sort of way. Sure. It doesn't follow just one, you know, it doesn't follow a Rose and Jack type scenario. Right. Um. So I drew a lot from that, and then that was they made a movie of that. Um, I'm kind of interested to see that now. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, Me too. And it was done like a docudrama. Um, so interested to see that. Yeah, Night to Remember. Night yeah. to Remember. Yeah, originally this was going to be called uh, Romeo and Juliet's Titanic or something. Really? And thank God they changed that. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it had quite a few names before they just decided on Titanic. Ice City or something. Yeah, yeah, Ice City or Ice Storm. I don't remember. Yeah, (laughs) that was just to throw people off the set. Sure. Um, Leo and Kate's chemistry. 
did you find their love story to be good, believable? Like, how do you feel like it, it I mean, sits it's with sh- others? Right. I mean, it's schmaltzy. <laughs> Come on. Like, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, you know, iconic. And also, like, repet- like we've seen the story kind of play out before. Sure. It's, it is kind of the Romeo and Juliet it's story. It's similar, for in sure. In a lot of ways, but different. Because it is, it's a class divide. It's definitely and so about forth. class, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so it's not necessarily wholly original, um, but again, like it's it's about their chemistry. It's about them. It's about how they sell it. So I just think that we got two really talented actors. It's just lightning in a bottle. We got two really yes. talented actors, and they were really feeling those things. So oh, so good. Like their chemistry together is just so good, and they've done they've gone to do two more like romance revolutionary style. road. I haven't seen that. Um, probably will at some point. I want to at some point as well. Um, it's like a heartbreaking story mm. though, and so I think that's all they apparently do together. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I haven't watched it just to save myself some sadness because I don't know about you, but Titanic like really ugh, <laughs> tore my heart out. Yeah. Um, no, hold on. What was I going to say? Uh... Oh, I, I did love how it organically blossomed. It did, like I said in my description, just grow from like, at first it's like, okay, I saved your life. Oh, thank you very much. Like, cool. But now we go a separate You know what? Let's be friends. Like, yeah. It seemed, it didn't, see, like you didn't uh, maybe necessarily see the romance romance coming from a mile away like you normally do because right. it did organically kind of grow. Yeah, they really made it. Um, like, because you were almost okay with it's like, no, we're just going to be cool <laughs> friends. Like, yeah. yeah, we knew like Leo's attraction to her from the first time that he saw her. Um, you know, we saw like his character be like, oh my God, yeah. look at that chick up there. She's hot, you know. Yeah. Um, but they do have like a friendly banter that does make it believable and you're just like i just want them to be near each other i don't even care what their relationship is like i just like the way their energy is together you know yeah totes totally totes totally also leo is just like in like the prime Mm -hmm. of his original look you know this is like the reason i watched titanic so many times is because leo was so attractive here like he was so cute you know yeah yeah i mean kate winslet it was the end of his youthful look it was. Yeah. It was the 90s Leo, like, that will forever be, like, in my brain of what he looks like, you know? Yeah. So um, young. To me, he, this was the, to me, he, I started thinking of him more seriously as an actor with Gangs of New York or something sure. like that. Sure. But, because to me, there's pre-Titanic Leo and there's post-Titanic Leo. Totally. I would agree with that for sure. Um, All right. Time to get to our favorites. Favorites! <laughs> Uh, favorite performance? I mean, Kate Winslet. Yes. I mean, she steals it. She's so Steals it. I mean, if you have to choose between the two, I mean, she acts circles around this kid, this boy. Um, I think he does good, too. No. But she does have to play this character that's coming from a different world than him and coming down from that world and trying to, like, ground herself. Dirty. Um, close runner-up, though. I've really got a kick out of bernard hill as captain smith this time yeah. around i was like i really like this captain dude like he's just got a lot going on he doesn't have a whole lot of lines it's all in his behavior and i stuff. agree he's great um really good like you can feel the weight on him and his and mr murdoch actually like he 
because he was the one who ultimately gave the orders. Yeah. Um, Captain was away at the time. Yeah. So, really well done. He had the lines that he did have, like, they were impactful. They were good. Yeah. Mm. Um, favorite scene? I mean, so, okay. I mean, it's a tie between, cause, and what's funny is that these were my favorite scenes when I saw it as a kid, and they <laughs> still are my favorite Let's scenes. Let's hear it. So, I mean, the obvious, everybody's favorite, I mean, maybe not everybody's favorite scene, but everybody uh, knows the famous drawing scene. It's really like good. French girls, Jack. Yeah, dude, it is like it's it's the real sex scene. I right? have to say, like, like it's way hotter than you know. I mean, that's hot too. The the hand and the the, oh, yeah. the window and stuff. But no, oh, that drawing scene is that's the sex scene. It's like, so good. Yeah. Like for something, I mean, you look at this, and we watch shows all the time now on TV where sex is like almost explicit. Mm. And then you see this, and it is like so hot. Yeah, it's like so, hot they and did classy. So good. Like, yeah, it, it was classy. Classy, and she's gorgeous. Like, yeah, it's all it's, it's all this all, work. And, yeah, they yeah. did so good. And I guess Leo, like, he had a different line when he told yeah. her, you know, he was supposed sit to say sit on the chair and instead or the couch, and instead he, he was said, like, bed. Lie on the bed. It's like I want to take this girl to bed. Yeah, I knew we knew. And we they kept that thinking. in there, and it was so it's good. Great. Yeah, well done. Um, but then I also really love the fucking spinning scene. Like, I really dig that scene. <laughs> it's just so funny. And it turns out, and here's another reason why James Cameron doesn't need all the credit, because most of the best scenes were improvised. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, there's, like, some good improv happening in this. Because, like, their whole, like, when she for thanks him and all that stuff and says how rude he is and everything, yeah. that was improv. Oh, yeah. And then the spinning scene was mostly improv. Ugh. And a few others. Uh, I love the spinning scene. It makes me... No, you gotta really... Give give it some body. Like, get it... Get up in there. Well, I think it's, like, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It makes me gag so much. <laughs> I, like, cannot handle people spinning like that. Um, I didn't like the spin on the chin. That was... Yeah, Ew, that was a little so much. gross. Yeah, yeah. But also Kathy hilarious Bates. because the mom and everybody walks up then. I'm like, yeah. no, it's good. That's yeah. gold. Like... <laughs> It is. It's an it's iconic scene. scene. I loved it. Yeah. I like love the scene where he's like, "Well, I'm going to take you to one of my parties," and then he takes her downstairs to where, it's like, fun. you know, the yep. the lesser class people party. Um, she I, stands like, on point, which yes. is not easy. Yeah, it's not. I used to be able to do it, Oof, and I totally can't hurts. anymore. Um, yeah, no, I love. That's my favorite scene. I know you didn't ask, but I'm saying <laughs> <it> anyways, <laughs> did not ask. Uh, <laughs> favorite quotes. So, I so one? I can pick. So I teared up just a couple of times. Like first of all, so the drawing scene, like that, really you you just get goosebumps because it's like, oh, oh, this is magic. This yes. is fucking magical. It totally is. It's, you just get goosebumps over the whole thing just because of everything going working together. The slightest little you, it, I never noticed the slightest little smile that comes across Kate Winslet's face, like when she goes to sit down, even yes. um, and stuff like that. Um. There was that. I think you know. I definitely teared up a little bit with the with the the uh, passing away scene or whatever it was. Oh. Um, but no, it the tears did not start flowing for me until the last shot of the entire movie. Yeah. Because, like, I never made this connection with my favorite quote here, which is the note that he passes to her: um, "Make it count." Mm. Meet me at the clock. 
Yes. And she meets him at the clock once there. And then she meets him at the clock again. When she dies. When she dies. Then this is why it's uh, proof that she dies, people. Like, why is this even open for debate? It, I, You're cheapening it by making it a dream. I like, agree. Like, to me, it is definitely... Meet me at the clock. She does meet him at the she's clock. She's 102 years old. Yeah. She finally tells her life story to someone, and she's never told anyone before. Yep. Yep. And I think that that's why she was holding on. Yes, right. And so totally. she met her purpose, oh, awesome. and she passes, right? Yep. And she meets Jack again. And exactly, and, and they meet at the clock. Yes, and everybody that was down the staircase were all people that she and was And that's why Cal with. and everything is missing. Like, yes. Like well, because they survived. There, like, yeah. They survived. Oh, like, they yeah. survived too, yeah. yeah. But still. Because notice, you didn't even get to see Kathy Bates either, because she survived. So Right. See, like. No, I love that. I totally love that. It also makes me cry. People um, are like, yeah, and I was just like, oh, you meet him at the clock. Ah. Like, yeah, it tears no, me up. No, it's so lovely. Like, and they meet what at a the good clock sentiment. again. It was good shit. Um, Did you like Old Rose? And then, yeah, she was great. Um, I understand her. Uh, she was very upset that they put her in age makeup to make her look even older than she was. Aww. That's fucked up, man. Like, like. <laughs> And and she's credited as Old Rose. What the fuck? Oh. Like you can't like what is wrong? Like that's see so James Cameron mean. insensitive. Yeah, that's so mean. Um, she and Young Rose <laughs> both did get nominated yeah. for Emmys, I think, right? Um, yeah, I think she won something or other. Best supporting actress. She was yeah. nominated for best supporting actress. So that was fun. She did great. Uh, People were pissed about her throwing the uh, heart of the ocean back in. Yeah. I've, I'm for it, man. Like I've read that time and time again. Like, people get mad about it. And I'm like, like hey, no. you guys, this is, like, not a real part of the story. That's not a real necklace. Like, right, right. Um, yeah, right. You right. know? So, like, really, you're being angry over something stupid. Mm. B, like, she was like, no, this doesn't, this no. much wealth shouldn't go to anyone. She hasn't cashed out on it for a reason, right? Because she could have. Yep. Um, and there was, they had planned a scene where she does show it to him and allows him to hold it before she throws it away. But I'm glad that they didn't keep that either. Because yeah. honestly, no no scene, would it would have uh, made me hate the Bill Paxton character no me matter what. Me too. Like, and you can't... they left us in a place where I was like, okay. Okay, he's cool. Because um, like, also I think that you, know, you could see the attraction between her granddaughter and him. Mm-hmm. And if she would have given it to her granddaughter, which is what most people are mad about. Oh, I see. Like, I see. To I me, see. it's just giving it to him. Right? Because, like, he would have found a way. Like, now, if, yep. if she and him get together, it's, like, their own volition. Yeah, nice. Right? right. You know what I mean? So Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I think, it, I think it's right. Yeah, put it back where... Who cares? Fuck that. Fuck that necklace. Yeah, like, yeah. that... She wore it one time and one time only. And now it's And it, does, it lives on. It lives It lives on in the picture. In the picture like and that. in... Yeah, the drawing. And, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 no. And now we'll forever, it will literally be priceless. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, it is. Because yeah. ain't nobody going to find that fucking thing. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. That guy's done looking now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Crazy to think that that's two miles below the ocean. That's insane to think about. Yeah. Like how most planes travel is under, yeah, underwater. Crazy. It's so bizarre. I cannot imagine, like, going down in there and seeing a I think we got like about that. 20 more years before it's flattened. Mm, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, would you rewatch and recommend? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
probably rewatch. I won't. Not anytime soon, though. I know, because it's <laughs> one that sticks to you, and you're just I kind of want to seek out this uh, docudrama. It sounds it. interesting. Like, you know. See, this is what I like about these period things like, like Little Women, like Pride and Prejudice, yeah. and things like this, is they have the rich history that, you know, it doesn't end with just the movie. That's so true. That is super true. Um, uh, what would you rate it? Recommend. Uh, rate it solid of four. Nice. And this is a, like fours are basically my fives for James Cameron. Hey, yeah. Because I, I can't bring myself to give him a five. And on, like four, I think I it does feel like a four because, uh, because yeah, it is a little schmaltzy, but you forgive the schmaltz because of the actors. Yeah, that's true. Because um, some of the uh, writing yeah. is like, yeah, it's not, the it's best. not yeah. always great, but they just pull it off so well. Leo like absolutely hates the I'm king of the world thing. Yeah, um, makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense, but at the same time, I'm like, bro, sorry, but he Pretty can make genuine. it work. Yeah, yeah, he's the only guy that can make that work, I swear. Um, oh, that's where I teared I did tear up with the whole, yeah, the stupid, yeah, I'm flying. How stupid, I'm flying. but Jack, yeah, it gets, gets Isn't me. it interesting how many and That's times, out of focus, apparently, and you can see that, but it's still one of the it's great, so greatest shots. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, isn't it interesting how many times they say each other's names in this oh. fucking movie? <laughs> Like, Rose. did you notice that? Like, Jack. I noticed it so much. She's I like, hurry, Jack, hurry, Jack. Like, she says hmm. his name very frequently. Hmm. It's really weird. They did have a count. It's like 1540 or I, I believe forget, it. something like I that. I totally believe yeah. it because it was like every other sentence they were saying each other's names. <laughs> and I was like, huh. There were a few moments uh, where I was... I was like, why isn't James Cameron, where's the slow-mo? Like, James Cameron usually is all about the slow-mo. And then once Cal grabs that gun, I was like, ah, oh, there, there it is. is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. God, Cal, what a And that was the most James Cameron, that was the most James Cameron moment right there. It's like, grabbing that gun. Oh, yeah, he's like such a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> and, and, his, like, and his little henchman. <laughs> Yes. Oh, God, yes. Um, and they really kind of make you feel like, should we, like, feel for him a little bit? Because he's, like, trying to Almost get Rose did on the Almost did until the whole, the whole kid thing. <laughs> that was the Fuck. most fucked up thing. <laughs> I have a child. That was so... I'm all she has in the world. Give uh, that to me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bro. Mm. It's not great. Anyways, um, oh, one I do want to do one little fun fact about the Titanic uh, um, before we hop over to my movie. Uh, the yeah, so the if, old couple, right? Oh no, but that <laughs> I like can't even look at the picture of that without crying. Technically, that is so. Those are the closest we get to the real Jack and Rose. Like yeah. those old people are based on real people, and that's kind the of people who owned Macy's yes. department stores. Yes, yes. And um, she like was reported saying like, "No, we, we we have been together this long. I won't go without you." Right. And so she like and him hold each other in bed, and they die together. It's yeah. so fucking sad. Crazy. Just as sad as the mom reading stories to her little ones, knowing that they're all about yeah. to die. Like that was heartbreaking to that's me wonderful. too. Heartwarming. Yeah. Fuck. Um, no, I was, my fun fact is not fun either, but it's a little better. Um, so passengers in the lowest class, like Leonardo DiCaprio's character, uh, Jack, would have paid between $15 and $40 for a ticket, 
which is between, you know, $350 and $900 today mm. for the lowest class ticket. Uh, for the middle class ticket, it would cost them $2,560. And today, that would be $61,000. So that's a middle class ticket. And then the most expensive ticket on the Titanic was <clears throat> 870 pounds, which is around $300,000 in today's money. It's crazy. So I just thought that was like horrifying, um, but also really interesting because of just how expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, inflation. Well, and just like how much those people spent, like that, oh, that yeah. was like probably, you know, that was a lot of money to them at that well, point again, too. Like we're going to see this coming up. Yeah. Space travel and yeah. comes a space motel. Right. Right. And so I'm yeah. just like, Ugh. Because even the cheapest ticket was not cheap by any means, no. and they still made people... That's why he had to win it. <laughs> yeah, he had to win it, and then they still made people bunk up together, four to a bedroom, like, damn. Mm. Um, yeah. Crazy. That's my fun fun fact about the size Fun fact! <laughs> All right. It's time. All right, let's uh, leave the Titanic down at the bottom of the ocean where it belongs mm. and move on to... <laughs> damn. To the Big Lebowski. <clears throat> Lay it on me. Tell me in your own words. All right. I mean, it's hard to summarize a movie like this, guys. Is it? Hippie slacker Jeff yeah. Lebowski, also known as the Dude, the Dude, was mistaken for Jeffrey Lebowski, aka the Big Lebowski, uh, mm-hmm. by some criminals who were roughing him up, and they end up peeing on his rug. Yeah. The Big Lebowski offers the Dude. $20,000 to help him deliver $1 million mm-hmm. to get his wife back. Got it. Shenanigans take place. The, wh- what? And the dude's friend, Walter. Ah, Walter. Both helps and hinders his efforts <laughs> to make things right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dude gets tangled up with this mess, and all he fucking wants is a new rug. He just wants a new rug. Really that's tied all the wants. room together. <laughs> it's it. That's, it really that's tied what the room said. together. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it is a great phrase. Like that's people's go-to. So funny. Yeah. Oh, is that was that all? Yep, that's it. That's my. Yep. That, I mean, pretty, that, that's pretty it, spot you know? on. A lot of hijinks, a lot of shenanigans. Poor um, uh, Donnie. Poor Donnie. Steve Buscemi, great performance though. Steve always Buscemi good to see him. Steve Buscemi did a great job. Yep. He's always good to see. It's interesting that they sort of make like um, the dude kind of ignore him. Yeah. I was just like. Your other friend is here. Mm-hmm. Talk to your other friend. <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> it's And it's a weird, like, Coen Brothers relationship with Buscemi because they had him talk so much in Fargo. They're like, okay, now we're going to give you a guy who barely talks at all. Mm. Um, which is fun. But Steve Buscemi is a pretty good actor. He's he is. I like him. in ensembles. I think um, everybody in this was great. This is definitely an ensemble movie. Yeah. And it's a hangout movie. Totes. Um, so you like to ask me what's the like key message to something. Like you I gave do. me a good synopsis here, but is there a because this is such a meandering like weed induced adventure? Like, is there a central theme that you could find anywhere? So to me, like if I yeah. was going to take one message away from this film, All right, it would be to let bygones be bygones and not seek out revenge. Hmm. Okay. Because that seems that seems to get 
any character that does that into trouble, like yes. Big Lebowski as an example. Yes, Big Walter, Lebowski. whenever he tries to take that <clears throat> yes. into his own and, hands. And, like, also, um, you know, the dude is just trying to get a new rug, but it's like, bro, maybe if you just wouldn't have worried about the rug, mm. like, you wouldn't have gotten pulled into some of this, too. I see. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I cool. think that that's my message. I think there's other <laughs> messages there. Yeah, yeah. But if I had to, like, try to find a moral message, that's the one it would be. Right. The dude abides. The dude abides. Yeah. Yeah. And when the one time he did not abide, got him in trouble. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, so this is your second Coen Brothers film on the podcast, at least. Mm -hmm. So last season it was... Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. That Are was a you fun one. Uh, getting a sense of a particular style here? Yeah, there are definitely some like similarities um, in the way it's shot and in just like there's like no, the set production is like kind of like more what you see in real life, right? Yeah. Like in Raising Arizona, they were like in a trailer, yeah. outside of a trailer, and sometimes in a car. And yeah. in The Big Lebowski, they're like sometimes in his apartment, which is like nothing fancy. <laughs> sometimes in the bowling alley. Yeah. And they're in a car a lot, you know? Yeah. So kind of like those simple, also like a lot of shenanigans and um, quirky sense of humor. Very quirky sense of humor, um, misunderstandings, or like, you know, people not paying enough attention, and that's like them getting <laughs> stuck into these situations, you know? Right. Right, 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 right. And soundtrack wise, like, you know, they kind of like that. This one had a baller soundtrack. Yeah. Like, kind oh, of man, all over the fun. place. Um, I knew like all the songs that were coming on. Very cultured. Yeah. The tumbling tumbleweed. I love that opening. Yes. Really draws you in. The dulcet tones of Mr. Uh, Sam Elliott. Yes, Sam Elliott's awesome. A lot of people watch this as a Christmas movie. I don't get what it. What do you think? I don't get yeah. it. I, I didn't <laughs> even know it was a Christmas movie. I mean, it's There's not. not even the hint of Christmas doesn't get mentioned. There's no trees. There's, There's no, no decor. Trees. Like, <laughs> no I'm not snow. really sure why people watch this for Christmas. I think because they like to associate the dude with Jesus. Mm. And then from there, you know, yeah. You know, that sort of takes me to my fun fact uh, for this movie. Yeah. Which is uh, from Jeff Bridgers. Is that his name? Jeff Bridges. Bridges, sorry. Um, so all the dude's clothes that he wears are just Jeff Bridges' clothes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, watching that and, like, then reading <laughs> that, I'm like, that's how he dresses, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, and he... it sort of is interesting, like, that people make his connection to Jesus because he does wear, like, the sandals and, yes. you know. He kind of has got that hair and going he's on. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm laid back, whatevs. <laughs> he kind of is, if uh, a Jesus of the 20th cent, 21st century <laughs> sure. or so. I guess there is a church named after him as well. Yeah, um, Church of the Dude. Yep, that's the one. And it is based off kind of a real guy that they knew, the Cohen brothers, mm. uh, and he called himself the Dude. So they had to get his permission and everything. Oh like my this. god, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, very yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, uh, allegory for Jesus. I don't know if I even see that. Like I, like yeah, you're right. If I squint at it, I can see it. But sure, um, he doesn't disperse enough wisdom to me. I agree. He sort of like just kind of lets things happen to him, and yeah. then he figures it out if he can. Right. Um, he's not, not even like, a very good detective. He's definitely not because I think he <laughs> could have like saved himself some trouble if he just paid a little <laughs> bit better attention. But you know. 
that would that would take away who he is. So right. I don't want to do that. Very enjoyable performance, though. Oh my god, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He is like such a like he's a good character guy. Yeah. And he does pull me into his characters. Josh and I were talking about that, and like you know, Josh was like mentioning um, the casino. No. Good times at the El Royale. Oh yeah, Sorry. fuck yeah, he, he rocks like, that he movie. Holy kills shit, kills it, you guys! Like so good. It's one of my favorite movies. It's one of ours too, like for sure. It's such a good movie. Yeah. And we were talking about that and how like it's such a different performance. Yeah. But it's really fun. Very fun. Um, you know, I like that we got Bill Murray as Baloo in the Jungle Book movie, but watching this, I'm like, God, Jeff Bridges would have been, been a great good. Baloo. He yeah. would have been good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Christmas movie question out of the way. Oh, and he did, so I think, uh, uh, John Goodman recently got a star on the Walk of Fame or Aww. something, something big, or maybe it was his handprints at the Chinese theater or something. Uh, regardless, Jeff Bridges was there to help with the commencement speech and he quoted his speech at the end that Aww, he gives to Donnie, that's cute. but he made a spin on it to include fun facts about what, uh, John Goodman's past i love that so it was pretty cool so we got to see the dude come back he even put on the sweater oh my god amazing there are a lot of strange characters here who's the strangest um strange ensemble going on here man strangest is like kind of a hard one because we got the nihilists you got that weird laughing guy at Maud's play. Maud, I mean Maud. <laughs> yeah, I think Maud is. Uh, Maud's pretty strange. Donnie. Donnie's weird. I mean weird, Walter. But we don't know enough about Donnie. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Definitely takes the cake for me actually because <laughs> like the way that he licked that bowling ball, <laughs> that's like gonna be burned in my head forever. Agreed. Agreed. It's so horrifying. Yeah. Jesus. So Jesus. Jesus, you don't fuck with the Jesus. He got his own movie. Oh, no. He did a spinoff movie for Jesus, and John Turturro, that actor, directed it. I don't really want to see it. I no, don't know I why he thought that the character deserved a... Movie? Movie, yeah. <laughs> He's a pederast. Right. Um, yeah. What do you think is the cult appeal of this movie? I think, like, what you said earlier about how it's a hangout movie is part of it. Because it's always fun to watch, like, hangout movies together as mm-hmm. a group. Uh, the stoner part is definitely part of it. Um, if you're 420 friendly. It definitely friendly, is it, 420 friendly. Yeah. It is. And if you're 420 friendly, it makes it more enjoyable to watch definitely. it. Like, yeah. um, just the sheer, like, ridiculousness of it is, like, so fun. Because um, ultimately, there isn't really a plot. Like, Yeah, know. there's no real... Like, the case doesn't Nobody ultimately make sense Nobody genuinely learns, like, a big lesson. Um, yeah. You know, like the case doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Um, John Goodman's and it's basically inconsequential in the end anyway. It is. Like, it yeah. is. It totally is. And so it's just kind of pointless. <laughs> but sometimes that is fun. That's part of the cult appeal, though. Is I like think usually so. those movies, the more the less sense they make, the better. Like, like Rocky Horror, cult yeah, favorite. Rocky like, Horror, uh, The Door. Um, isn't that what that's called? Wait. I think it is. No, am I wrong? The door? Is it the door? The room. The room. room. Sorry. The room. I was close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's like a movie that's sort of. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense and doesn't really have a point. So I think that when you get movies like that, part of the cult appeal is people like trying to make sense of it and then like accepting that they can't make sense of it and 
laughing and having mm. fun with their friends. Totes. That's yeah. That's a good point. Um, awesome. Do you think there's any connection between that uh, rural American way of life and the dude's outlook? Because I felt like that was trying to be there was a connection trying to be made there because you got the Sam Elliott cowboy character right. who really admires the dude, which is such a strange like thing. Like you wouldn't think like when you think that Sam Elliott type, you think conservative rural and all that stuff. And then the dude feels more at home in like a liberal sense right. sensibility. But somehow they made me see it's like, you know what? Maybe the hippie culture has got a little more in common with that cowboy culture than you think. I think that they do actually have some, because I come from both sides, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jacob calls me hippie weirdo a lot. Mm. Um, my husband's family is, like, technically sort of hippie-ish. Um, and we sort of are, too. Uh, but my dad's side of the family is definitely more of that cowboyish style. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that one thing that they all have in common is just, like, leading a smaller, simpler life. Yeah, right. And, like, maybe, you know. Wanting to be left alone. Wanting to be left alone, working with your hands more. Distrust of the man, actually. Totally. Like, distrust yeah. of the man is a huge... They might not agree on why they distrust. Yeah, or, right. You know, like, but True. still, the distrust is on both sides, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, you're right. There huh. is. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because well, it so, it's so too. become ingrained that conservative means cowboy. Like, cowboy equals conservative. Right. But, That's yeah. not always the case, for sure. But, but when you bring nuance into the picture, you're like, yeah. Yeah, and his friend Larry is, like, not him at all. And that's interesting, too. I'm Wait, like, oh, Walter? Oh, shit. Why did I say Larry? I'm is sorry. This what, is this your homework, Larry? That you want to see what happens, Larry? I'm, like, thinking about poor Larry. <laughs> you want to see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? God damn. Fun fact that everybody likes to point, all uh, Big Lebowski fans like to point out, um, in the TV edited versions of this movie... <laughs> Walter repeatedly says, "Do you see what happens, Larry, when you, you, uh, <laughs> wait, what is, uh, when you, uh oh, something about a stranger in the Alps? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's weird. When you screw a stranger in the Alps or something <laughs> like that, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, crazy. Anyway, um, anyways, oh. when you have a friend like Walter, like, it's really weird that they're friends. Oh yeah, Vietnam vet, Vietnam vet, yeah." And, and this guy that's like, whatever, whenever. Pacifist. Not, he's not ambitious. Like, he's like, no, like, I'm going to take this 20 grand. I'm going to get caught up on my rent. I'm going to get some groceries. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe I'll get a new car because mine's to shit now. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I finally did it, man. I killed my fucking car. <laughs> God, that poor car. Poor car. Um, you know, and then you have his friend Walter who's like, no, like, we're going to win this bowling league. And then market I'm, fucking zero. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot somebody. Uh, I want to shoot somebody. I'm gonna threaten everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting that Red they do have American like some weird connections. Connection. Yeah. I don't know. Connection. Hey. Yeah. Awesome. So time for favorite questions. Favorites. Favorites. Favorite performance. So, there are a few to choose from here. There are and. I feel like I always have two, so I'm just going to say the one. But uh, obviously John Goodman's character is 
fantastic. Like, yeah. He's so good. I think he steals the show. He, like, said that this – he's gone on record saying this is, like, the most fun thing that I've ever done in my life. It's probably and his best role, I it think. It is. And you can tell he's having fun. He's totally fucking unhinged. Yeah. Like, completely unhinged. And that's part of the fun. The fuck um, the stranger in the ass part is probably oh God, some of the hardest so laughs. good. Yeah. Uh, but I also love Maude. Um, Great. Oh, yeah. Julianne Underappreciated. Moore, like, yeah, yeah. She's one of, I really love her. Because that accent is very specific. Yeah. It is. She's like such, I think she's a great actress um, mm-hmm. in general. Like, I always am compelled by her. But this character is so weird <laughs> and interesting. And um, Vagina. <laughs> yeah. I love that she calls men out on their shit. I do yes, like that. Yeah. Uh, she's like, yeah, it makes men uncomfortable to say vagina. I don't know why. Like, they'll talk about their dicks or Johns or whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. Um, and that's awesome. Feminist icon. Yes. Uh, the painting thing was weird, but it was cool. Right. Um, yeah, I think she's she's probably my then number one. Then there's Maude. Although nice. it is weird to uh, have sex with someone and then not tell them beforehand that you're trying to get pregnant. Yeah, right. It's like a little A little sketch. cray. Yeah. Yeah. But Thera. again, uh, you know, the dude is just like, whatever, whatever. Okay, I'll have your baby. Like, let me help you. <laughs> well, as long as there's no commitment involved, that's right. fine. Uh, favorite quote. There's so many good quotes there here. There are so many good quotes. Uh, this one's by the dude. The dude. He says, this is a very complicated case mod. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. Fortunately, I'm adhering to a pretty strict drug strict drug regimen to keep my mind limber. <laughs> I was like, that is... A lot of ins, is... a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. <laughs> Golden man. It's a good one. I love, yeah. It's so good. Let's see. What I forget what my favorite is, but because there's so many There's so good many good ones. Yeah. There's so many good zero. ones. Another lesson from this movie is don't take drinks from strangers. Oh, yeah. Because that's how you get drugs, kids. I did not, and his drink did not look appealing. I would not have drank that. Kahlua, vodka, and you never creamer. tried a white yeah, Russian? Yeah, white Russian, no. I, I've heard of these. I will say they taste good. Okay. It tastes like an iced coffee with a little bit of alcohol in it, so right, it's right. good. However. Oh, so almost like an Irish coffee. So Irish coffee's along the same really lines. Really similar, but. yeah. Yeah, um... I, like, don't really like to drink creamy drinks, mm-hmm. especially if I'm yeah, drinking, like, and, too. like, going to get drunk. I definitely don't want to drink anything creamy. Yeah. Um. So people who can, like, drink those and, like, get turned Knock on them. them. Yeah, I'm like, good <laughs> for you, man. Oh, that's my favorite quote. It's, it's not even a quote. It's just my favorite moment is when he gets out of the one limo and is being pulled into the next. And getting the limo. He's like, hey, man, there's a beverage here. <laughs> yeah, that is good. And then his whole, like, rambling, it's like, well, I'm just, like, didn't it ever, are you privy to this new information, man? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah. So good. Good stuff. And then would you rewatch, recommend? Oh, my favorite scene. Didn't we say that? Oh, favorite scene. My favorite scene is uh, when Walter is screaming and coming unhinged and beating the car up and saying, this is what happens, Larry. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) one of my faves, too. Because that scene is so, that kid is just like. What are you doing? Like, yeah, and he's just enjoying it, too, because he knows that it's the neighbor's car. He's like, that's not my car, bro. Like, like, let me, I'm just going to. And the mom's just looking and like. Yeah, I don't know how... What the fuck are you doing, man? I just bought that car last week. I don't know how Walter, like, 
isn't in jail right now. Yeah, um, true enough. Yeah, I also, I mean, it was horrible, but the scene where he's, like, pouring the ashes out was pretty funny, too. Yeah, it is pretty It's gross <laughs> and horrifying. Fucking train funny. wreck, man. And then uh, rewatch recommend. Yes and yes. And then uh, how many stars out of five stoner stars would you give it? I would give it four. A solid four. four. Solid four. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's great. I'll definitely be rewatching it. Yep. And you see the appeal now. And now you can safely nod your head and smile and know. I have seen it. <laughs> I've seen it, guys. At last. At, At last. last. Well, now that we've uh, covered both of these movies, um, we kind of made the connections along the way uh, individually. But let's yeah. see if we can make any connections between these two different movies were you able to find absolutely anything i did on the surface i mean this seemed pretty this was a test uh yeah i definitely did but they're loose connections i won't lie okay uh both have great soundtracks great yeah um both of them are definitely like motivated by the music too right Mm -hmm. it's helping tell the story um both portray women's naked bodies with art i was yeah right yeah so we've got Maud like making art with her naked body and we've got uh kate's character also doing the same right um uh both movies were made in the 90s and have since become pop culture icons yeah 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 that's so, true that's the end of mine um my connections are they're so there was great care in reproducing the carpeting depicted in uh, Titanic. So with that in mind, I think both movies feature rugs <laughs> that really tie the room together. <laughs> That's an A+. Okay. Plus. Both, <laughs> both are trying to encapsulate a specific point in our history. Yeah. Lebowski is the early 90s, like he even says in the opening monologue. He's like, the dude, sometimes there's a man who's the man for their times. Like... Yeah. Um, and then right before the conflict with Sodom, they say. And then Titanic, April 14th, 1912 yes. or whatever it was. Both feature fine art. Uh, both feature a sexy robe drop. That's you know, true. Maude does that robe drop, too. <laughs> That's my robe. Uh, both feature a mode of transportation that gets put out of commission. Okay. Because you got the dude's car and, and you got, you got the, the Titanic. <laughs> Damn. Well, they finally killed it. Uh, both feature characters with a with a tumbleweed type outlook on life. The yeah. dude and uh, Leo DiCaprio's character. Yeah, his character says like, "Hey, make it count. Like, like, just like, hey, whatever, man. I'm here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very laissez-faire. So there you go. Those are the connections between these crazy movies. Crazy. Well, with that in mind, if you want to send us an email to let us know how we're doing, uh, maybe you saw some other connections, you can send us an email. Movieconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we've got an Instagram that you can follow us at, at the Movie Connection, or you can follow us individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. Um, we got a Facebook, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, we're available wherever you listen to podcasts. I do uh, other reviews for Letterboxd, which is a movie review uh, site so check me out on that um how about some recommendations yeah what do you got i am going to recommend the new spider-man movie what no way yeah jacob and i just saw it <laughs> yeah, and of course we did i will not give anything all away. right here's the spoilers here's the thing all <laughs> right gather get close everybody let me tell you 
Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. That's the spoiler. It's amazing. <laughs> so what you did there. Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. An amazing Spider-Man movie. Definitely check it out. Like if you're a fan, especially. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely made for the fans, and it's great. Great. What's Good your recommendation? recommendation? Um, my recommendation is, well, kind of actually goes against what you just said. Be cautious. Get vaccinated, and oh, you know, yeah. maybe maybe Don't sit out go a to movie. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can like yeah. maybe you know what is great is that on these apps you can see the seating ahead of time yes. and so i've done that in the past where it's like okay it's not crowded so i'll just go um so later showings are tend to be better or yeah. or like the really early showings so wear I, your but, mask the whole time but the key is my recommendation is just be cautious in general we've got a new variant on the rise and so forth so just uh yeah yeah i agree definitely try to stay home and be safe because as much as you can yeah so do that awesome and now the time has come right yeah all right it's time to assign our movies for next week yeah so casey what are you gonna have me watch well i've been giving you a lot of rom-coms lately yeah so today i'm not gonna give you a rom-com what the fuck okay what is it jumanji 2 what oh it's happening i know you've been waiting Ooh, okay. Jumanji I would do something too. kind That's of fun. fun. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, with that Opposite in mind. of Titanic, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. And what's this called? The Next Level or something? I think it is The Next Level. Mm -hmm. The Next Level. Jumanji, The Next Level. Well, I feel compelled to, since this is a sequel, that makes me want to pull out a sequel. Do it. So I'm going to have you watch. Okay. I'm going to have you watch Kick-Ass 2. How about that? All right. There we go. Because this is also, it's uh, it's also a fun one. I think, yeah, I think this will be good. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen the sequel. I've seen Kick-Ass You've seen Kick-Ass. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, many times. So, yeah, this will be good for you. It's got Jim Carrey in it. Love Jim Carrey. Love him. This will be fun. Okay, so we got Kick-Ass. some fun shit Yeah, Kick-Ass 2 and Jumanji, the next level for next week. Uh, so tune in for that. And, uh, yeah, have a good one, everybody. Bye.